Hi, welcome to another episode of Amplify Your Soul. I'm Jen. I'm Juliet. And today we have Amy Utzman from Whole Medium Academy returning to talk about trans mediumship. Welcome, Amy. Thank you for having me. So, Amy, we are kind of wrapping up what we put together as a series on mediumship and then channeling. And you are our last guest and our last part of this series. And we so appreciate you being here to talk about trance mediumship. If you wouldn't mind telling us a little bit about how you got into trance mediumship, what it is. Okay. So uh, once my mediumship opened up, I always knew I had the ability, uh, even not knowing what it really was. Um, and I was feeling a nudge probably about, I don't know, maybe four years ago or so where I actually accidentally went into a trance state, thought I fell asleep, um, which was very interesting because uh, we were able to locate the guide that he told us where he was from and all of this. And so we were able to Google and find, find him in history from, I think it was the late 1700s or so at that time. Wow. But, um, I decided uh, I wasn't comfortable enough yet uh, to, to work with trance mediumship. Um, I wanted to still be more solid in my own traditional uh, way of mediumship, if you'd like to think of it that way, which is mental mediumship. Um, so after 12 years, um, which I'm now about 14 years in, uh, working as a professional medium, uh, I decided the the time seemed uh, right, um, or I was very comfortable in my mediumship and uh, getting some nudges uh, from my guides to say, okay, now is the time. So so that's, uh, um, yeah, so I started practicing and what trance mediumship is, it's a form of mental mediumship, but the medium alters their state of consciousness to allow guides to speak direct. And a lot of times it comes with an accent, uh, various guides may speak. Um, the medium doesn't always know what the guides are, uh, going to speak about. Um, like I really don't know today what they're going to talk about, <laughs> but it really comes down to the ultimate level of trust that you've built with the spirit world and your guides. So, um, in my case, uh, there's a primary team, if you will. And, um, sometimes maybe another guide will come in or if I, if I do it individually for somebody, I can connect them with their guide, uh, which is super neat in the trance state. So, um, most likely you'll hear from Frida, uh, today who's, she tends to start everything off. Um, but that's how I would describe uh, transmediumship. And I did go last March to take a class at Arthur Findlay College uh, for transmediumship. 
And um, I will be in February, be taking another class, uh, a level two um, with Sharon Harvey, but I'll be able to do that one online on Sundays. So I'm looking forward to that. Just to clarify, because you call it trans mediumship. So I have a couple questions. Sure. One, um, trans mediumship is also known as channeling because that's what I call it. And two, did you have a choice of whether you wanted to go into full trance versus um, conscious or trans channeling? Uh, And if you could go in and explain that to our viewers. Sure. So you always have a choice. And the thing is to keep in mind is that uh, even though the media moves out of the way to allow the guides to speak direct and um, I won't really know what was said unless I go back and watch a video or recording or read a transcript. Um, I might get aspects of pictures or minor things like that, but the medium is still in control. You know, that is key. So it's not like somebody taking over you, if you will, even though it may seem that way. All right. So, um, but your awareness, your conscious awareness is so moved out of the way um, allowing them to speak direct. Um, yeah, you don't always know what they're going to speak about, but you've developed a sense of trust with that team. Uh, as far as the way I think about it is trances move into the, that state and then, uh, channeling, um, can be in a, a more, I guess, conscious state, if you will. But this is the way I think about it. Um, Where, yes, I have a choice of how deep I go or don't go. So I can stay in that uh, state where they're speaking so quickly uh, that you can barely keep up with them. And I think, Juliet, you probably can relate to that, uh, where you can barely keep up with them. But I'm hearing more of what is being said, even though I won't be be able to remember it all because it's a pass-through you know it's a pass-through which is different than mediumship where you're putting all the pieces together to bring the story of somebody's loved ones so um so it is a choice of what state you you how deep do you allow yourself to go or decide to go Okay, so for all intents and purposes here, we can call the phrase, because I think it's a little confusing, even me and, and I channel and all the terminology is a little confusing. Trance channeling for you would, uh, trance mediumship would for you could also be called channeling for lack of better terms. I, or- I imagine some people call it channeling. I just know that, you know, uh, the vocabulary used at Arthur Findlay College was trance in this state. Trans. Okay, thank you for clarifying that. So Arthur yeah. Finley uses trance mediumship. Right. If you were yeah. to go take a class at Arthur Finley, that's what you would be looking for. That's right. And you, okay, perfect. Thank you for that clarification because I know some of our listeners may be interested in in learning how to channel themselves and just, you know, who words it how, when, where, why, right? So thank you so much for clarifying. I mean, you're welcome. And it, it's, um, you know, we're all going to have our different terms for things. And I don't know that there's really right or wrong. I just know that, um, you know, at Arthur Findlay, it's considered trance and a lot of Europe and UK that would be considered trance. Uh, I think sometimes it's a vocabulary difference between 
uh, the United States and maybe other countries or, you know, um, yeah. Yeah, totally understand because from a beginner's point of view, you're hearing this, hearing that, you don't know what this is, you go to, through a deep dive and, you're, and then you just get confused. So we just want to clarify. So thank you so much again. Yeah. And again, I think sometimes it's a vocabulary thing um, because in the UK, um, they prefer the term uh, spiritual medium, which I happen to really, really like. But in the United States, psychic medium is more understood. Oh, so, interesting. you know, so sometimes I think it just comes down to a read, you know, uh, a country's preference or understanding. Um, I believe in Brazil, they would use the word channeling more than they would use trance, for example. So, um, yeah, so sometimes I think it just comes down to vocabulary. And I say to people, go with feel what feels right for you. Exactly. Read the description of whatever course you want to take. And if that feels right to you, go for it. Exactly. Exactly. So, Amy, you mentioned going deeper. And I know with mediumship, we've learned to raise our vibration to open up to the spirit world. So what does how does going deeper and raise your vibration? How do they coexist? Yeah, you know, that is a great question, Jen, because it's really uh, very interesting. So with mediumship, traditionally mental mediumship, as, as we know it to be, right, connecting with people's loved ones, uh, you're, you're moving your conscious mind out of the way, but you're still aware enough to put those pieces together. You're speaking, you're aware, blah, blah, blah. but yes, the, re you're, the reason you're wanting to move up is to have that meeting space between people's loved ones and the physical world. So it's, that's why it's called raising your vibration or meeting in between, right? And they can only stay in that state so long and the medium can only stay in that state so long. So that's why there's uh, that little bit of time there. In trance mediumship, uh, it's how far, how fast you got down there. And it seems so contradictory, but um, I, I believe, and I, I, this is just me because I was analyzing it at Arthur Finley. It was really interesting, but I, that's how it feels. It's like you're going down. Um, and the reason it feels like you're going down is because you're just going deeper and deeper. So if you start with the idea of what we refer to as sitting in the power, just the blend with the spirit world without any expectation of connection and then going deeper than that. Okay. So, yeah. It makes sense. Like intuitively it makes sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to share or explain before your guide or guides come through? Um, well, somebody asked the question uh, the other day, why is there always a similar type of accent? Um, and there isn't, uh, frankly. Um, if you watch or have the ability to see various videos, I would, I would recommend if you can see a video of Gordon Higginson in the trance state, um, there is a couple of them on YouTube um, that you will see that there are different accents and I've experienced them as well. Um, 
based on the guide that chooses to speak, the pitch of the voice might be different. The strength behind it may be different. All I know is sometimes I come out with a throat that feels very uncomfortable because I'm not, uh, I haven't been doing it long enough to expand the different accents within my vocal cords and muscles. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, this can feel very uh, sore. So it's a matter of, uh, again, just like mediumship practice um, and allowing and, uh, yeah, just working with that. It, it, like anything else, it just comes down to practice, 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 and trust. So. Um, yeah, I think trust is a big one. Ooh, uh, it is a very big one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's probably more important than practice, in my view. You have to have the trust first, so then you can practice. Right. Agreed. Yeah, and trust that you're not going crazy, as well as that, too. <laughs> yeah. And we were taught also to always have a, a glass of water there. Um, so as you're coming out of that state towards being more grounded, to drink some water, which will help with the grounding process. So... Um, that's for anybody who might be practicing. At least that's what uh, we were taught. Well, thank you so much for that information before we uh, start with uh, your guides. I'm so excited. I cannot wait to hear from them. All right. So um, I know you all have seen me uh, do this. Um, it may take up to 90 seconds to get into that state. Um, I would imagine that you might edit that out, but just for the sake of people listening, how long does it take to get into that state? I think it alters at times. Uh, I can already feel them starting to to blend. So, um, but uh, yeah, hopefully you all will get something good um, out of what they have to share today. And um, when they are finished or whatever, we'll. I will see you on the other side of it. Okay. <laughs> on the other side. Awesome. Thank you. Thank they you all. The way they lead the way. All right. So I just start by taking some deep breaths and uh, moving myself out of the way. So, and I always do this without my glasses. So, um, so I will see you on the other side. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful, wonderful. Good afternoon, and thank you for having us in this avenue. We are so appreciative to be able to reach and speak to others through this manner. Now, this afternoon, we would love to speak to you about what is the spirit world? Where is the spirit world? Is it a place? How can those that have transitioned, as you all like to say, pass on, die, leave, reach this heavenly space that some refer to as the place of heaven, some refer to a different aspect of the universe, some of you may refer to it as the spirit world, some may refer to it as another dimension. And let us talk to you a little bit about this. For as we were speaking earlier, as you all were this, as we were listening, as you all spoke earlier, you see it's all a state of mind. Vocabulary matters not. 
It is what feels comfortable to each individual. And then this place here, we are, we are going to refer to it as the world of spirit or the spirit world. Now, it is not exactly another place in the way that you would like to think of it. But that is often used in a manner for a sense of a construct that the physical mind, the human mind can understand. So if you like to think of it as another place, that is just fine. However, understand this, that the spirit world exists all around you. It is there for you to access at any given moment. You can turn it on, you can reach it, you can feel it, you can sense it, you can connect into it. And you might wonder why, why does it feel so hard, so out of reach for me? Why am I not receiving signs from my loved ones in the way that I would like to feel it? What about these guides that these mediums speak about? I do not understand. I do not feel I'm able to reach these guides. Right now here, we are guides. And we are speaking here in a manner that we hope that will help you understand. Now, guides, let us say this to you first. Guides have lived before. Guides have incarnated and had the human experience before. Just as though your loved ones have. Now, are your loved ones guides to you? Rarely, they may be. But in most instances, they are not. And the reason for this is that, remember, they are still your loved ones. They will still speak to you in a manner that works for them. They will still connect. They will still give you signs in a way that they communicate. Therefore, they will not have the objectivity that guides have trained so hard to achieve to help certain individuals within the physical world. And the reason that we say certain individuals is this. Each and every one of you has a guide to access. Sometimes you may get that sense of you just know something. Something may feel off. Perhaps you wondered, where did that thought come from? I don't understand. That does not sound like me. And your mind immediately goes to, maybe that is a loved one that is giving me that sense. However, pay attention to what comes into your mind. For you'll understand that some questions are being answered. You will notice the objectivity behind that information. Perhaps you have a sense of a feeling of a being around you, but it does not feel familiar. Some people go to the place of anxiety and fear, where you see that kind of connection is just one of unfamiliarity. That's what that is about. And that is more a guide. Your loved ones will feel familiar. Now, when we say, 
it is not exactly a place. But if you think of as often the term is used in the sense of the word fabric, interwoven, all around you, well, that is how it is. It is energy. And yet you hear the mediums speak about how busy your loved ones are in the spirit world. For this one here, just earlier, spoke of a gentleman in the spirit world who's not yet been there one year, and he was investigating woodworking. Now, much to the surprise of his loved one, they wondered, why woodworking? Now, in this man's case, he was very intellectual and he wanted to put all these pieces together. But that is not the point of our story here. How is it possible that your loved ones can continue to learn, to heal, to be active? How is it possible that the children are still racing on those motorbike things? How is that possible? Well, you see, it comes all down to the mind and the consciousness and that particular individual's consciousness, which continues on. And that consciousness blends into the whole connection of what is the spirit world and its very aspect connected to you. You are as blended and connected to the spirit world as are your loved ones within existence of the spirit world in the manner that they are now. You understand what we are getting at here. The difference is, is that in the physical world, you have the body to contend with. And what happens here is the physical body is much more dense for it has materialization. So to get signs from your loved ones, they must create materialization for you to sense their signs. Do you see what we are getting at here? Are you understanding yeah. this? Yes, thank you so much. We hope that you are finding this helpful. Now, we would like to expand upon why each and every one of you has the ability to connect with those in the spirit world, whether it be your guides, whether it is your loved ones, whether it is the angelic realm, which is a place of such beauty, let us say, whether it is an individual that you perhaps may have even idolized here. The limits are no limits. There are no limits. But why, you think? Why? It is your right, for you see, you are already connected. It is the being able to overcome the density and the materialization of the physical world to reach that energetic realm. The spirit world. It is you that must move away from your physical body, not in full disconnection. And we are not alluding to 
death here, to be clear. But it is just the sense of trust. Sharpen your senses. Become more aware. For around you are signs, symbolizations, answers continually being provided to you for the very answers you seek. You see, you are already connected to the spirit world. It is just a shift in energetic energy. Light versus denseness. Do you understand this? Yes, thank you. We are being very aware of time. Do you have any questions that perhaps we have not provided information on to expand upon this topic here? For those that are in their beginning stages, trying to connect with a loved one, do you have a simple and general tip to expand their awareness? The first thing that we would say to you is, thank you. Thank you for wanting to take part and step in on this journey to connect fully to your soul. The more you connect fully to your soul, the easier it becomes to connect with the spirit world more solidly, much like mediums do. Mediums can feel the tangibility of the spirit world to a degree. And how does that come about, you think? For many people think, I cannot be like that. I cannot do what mediums do. I cannot be that kind of person. They are special. Well, truth of the matter is, some of them have been doing this for centuries, lifetimes after lifetimes. So some of them are naturally born. And yet, as we have said before, it is your natural right to connect to the spirit world for you already there. So the challenge then for you becomes, how do I shift away from the denseness and the materialization spoken about to be able to sense the lightness that is the spirit world? We will use the word trust here. For many of you fear the unknown. That is normal, isn't it? To fear change, to fear what you cannot control. But let us remind you this that we have stated earlier. You always have control. What you sometimes lack is the sense of trust. Now, you must also lighten your sense of your own materialization through sharpening your very natural senses. Now, you notice as we speak with you here, the physical eyes are closed. And yet, let us reassure you, we can see all that is occurring and those all that will be attracted to this very recording. We can see. And why can we see? We do not need the physical eyes. This is what the, those mediums speak of when they talk about this clairvoyance. They like to use that language. Feeling. Be in touch with thyself. Many of you are not in touch with thyself. Many of you 
on service of others, neglecting who you are. Remember this, from the spirit world's point of view, you are as good as you are, you are as beautiful as a newborn that has full potential. This is the manner that the spirit world sees you. It is you through trials and tribulations that have step by step created the blocks, created the disconnect away from the connection of the spirit world, which naturally surrounds you. It is you. Learn to listen more. Many of you out there get that sense of smell that reminds you of another. Well, that is one way that your loved ones will let you know that they are around. Many of you have had a touch and yet no one is behind you. Why can that not be a loved one? It can. Did we answer your question? Beautifully. Thank you so much. I know we have one um, listener in particular that has smelled her pat her loved past loved ones. So thank you for sharing that wonderful advice. Trust. And I'd like to ask a question about your mentioning the angelic realm and it being so beautiful. How do the spirit world and the angelic realm exist together in a way that us humans can understand? Oh, that is a wonderful question. We use the phrase angelic realm. Again, for those of you here in the physical world to understand the very difference. It is while it's all intertwined, there are still vibrational aspects within the spirit world for what is needed to be in service of those in the physical world and for the soul's growth. The soul's growth of some of us here in the spirit world and the soul's growth and journey of you in the physical world. The angelic realm is a little bit different in the sense that they have not incarnated before. So those beings, if you will, those energetic beings are so light because they do not bring upon the denseness of even us guides. And the reason that is so is for us guides to get your attention, we must also bring a sense of density to the materialization to the physical world for you to sense us much as you do your loved ones. You understand? But in the angelic realm, they are imparting, how would we say, greater wisdom? They are imparting the utmost sense of objectivity to the highest good. They are imparting sometimes some forms of interventions that we may not be able to do here in the physical world. And their very nature 
tends to be one of more global aspects, whereas within guides tend to be focused on their teams of individuals within the physical world that they are there to support. Now, let us say this as well. There's no such thing as competition or hierarchy per se in the spirit world. It is just a sense of energetic levels, for lack of a better term. Energetic realms, if you will. Do you understand this? Yes, thank you so much. You had focused on how we can experience or recognize signs from our loved ones. How do we recognize or experience signs from either our spirit guides or angels that are helping us? Wonderful question again. Now here, let us say this to you. Your guides have been with you. You at least have one, perhaps up to three that have been with you from incarnation. And we just wait for it is not our role to push ourselves upon you unless needed. And when we say needed, it is help here to provide, guide you on your path and on your journey as you would wish to do so in this physical lifetime. And many of you will have questions, of course, of, oh, why so many trials and tribulations? That is not to be answered at this moment. However, all you must do is say, I am ready to connect with my guide. I am ready for your guides are waiting. They are waiting. Now, your guides will connect with you always in the manner that you will understand that it is a guide versus a loved one. Do what you would do with your loved ones. Ask your guides to give you signs in a way that you'll understand it is them versus your loved one. Sometimes some of us may need that hit over the head, as you like to say, <laughs> or to be big and bold to even recognize such a sign. But reach us. We want to assist you on, our, on your journey. Desperately so. Use us. Ask us the questions. But please... When you ask us the questions and you feel that you have the answer that perhaps pull you in one direction or another. And what we speak of here is, this the right job for me? Yes or no? Start with the yes or no questions. That is the easiest avenue to begin with us. Yes or no? Do not make the questions complex and layered. Just build upon one question to the next question with yes or no's. Start there. Is that helpful for you? Very, very helpful. And such a concrete way to get started. So thank you so much. What about angels? Connecting or recognizing that angels are among us or helping us? So angels are one of uh, true fascination for everyone, yes? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And we can tell you that this one has only experienced connections with uh, the angelic realm in 
Let us see. About seven times here in the physical world, just to give you an indication. Some people are just are, are more attuned, astute. That is part of their journey to connect with the angelic realm more easily. Just as this one's path is the one of the mediumship that she practices and the state that we are in now, that is this one's journey. You can always ask to work towards achieving the sense of connecting with the angelic realm. There's nothing wrong with that. We do seem to find that once people are able to achieve the quiet meditative state, the state in place that sometimes is referred to as sitting in the power, if you can achieve that state, and let us give you a concrete set of time, if you can sit into that state for, let's say, one, five minutes, what is that, 15 minutes, If you can achieve into that state for at least 15 minutes without the mind working, then you will have the ability to reach the multiple layers and vibrational layers of the spirit world to the point that why can you not then reach the angelic realm? There are no limitations except for the ones that you place upon yourself. None. Do you understand? Yes. Yes. We may take one more question here. Do you have a message for humanity for 2024? We do not like to do the prediction type of messages for 2024, 2025, or 6 or 7 or going forward. We do not care for those sense of predictions. And here's why. We do not care for those... Because once you think of it, then you will lock it in. Each soul, as connected as you are here, whether you feel like I do not want to be connected with that one, I do not want to be connected with that one, they are not in alignment with me. They may not be so. And yet, each soul here, Each soul has a role here in the physical world, whether you like it or not. It is also their very right to exist. And you may wonder about this because we tend to speak very positively about the spirit world. But let us tell you this. You are no better and not less than another. No better and not less than another. That is going to be very hard for many of you to digest. But we ask you if we could give you any lesson today. It is to work on that. Truly, truly look at that. Let us also bring awareness to the fact that without out some of the challenges that you are facing greatly in the physical world right now. And we are aware, we are aware, if you do not believe that there is not a team of peacemakers working from the spirit world, if you are not aware of the many different 
avenues of different guides and beings and assistance from the spirit world helping in many manners. Maybe it is not the way that you would like it to be, but we are working with you. But understand this, each soul has a purpose. Now that purpose may be very contrary to your feeling of purpose, but it does not make it less than and it does not make you greater than. Also keeping in mind that the soul, each and every soul there in the physical world may have a shift. May your mind not be changed by a conversation with another. Yes, it may. And that will create a shift. And this is why we do not care so much for predictions. For there are too many avenues to look at. We would have to take you through a maze that is beyond that of the human mind's understanding. Do we say that those that create the predictions through, what is it now, the mathematics of astrology, do we say that they are incorrect? Never. We will never say anything such as. Do we say that those that are able to see and make predictions, that they are incorrect? No, we will not. And why is that? For that is their experience and their experience and your experience and another's experience is never incorrect. It is your experience. You understand? And this yeah. is why we do not like to speak of predictions. But we've given you something very deep to consider. For you understand this, please. Challenges create change. Some challenges are changes that are not in alignment with your own soul's journey. It may not be. Then move to the places or the avenues or find those that are, are in alignment of your soul's journey. Simple. Simple. Did that answer your question? Yes, thank you so much. It, it was an amazing answer because uh, you explained that everybody is on their own journey. So predictions are not for everyone. They are more individualistic. That is our way of thinking. But even on the individualistic, and we're, this one is wanting to come back, even <laughs> in the individualistic way of thinking, if one is a smoker now, Perhaps down the road, lung cancer may be seen by those that have that ability to see ahead. Now, what if that person decides to quit the smoking today? Does that mean the lung cancer must develop? Not necessarily. And the reason for this, oh, this one is wanting to come back. The reason for this is the lung cancer is a lesson to the smoker. You see? So we will leave you with that tidbit. Not a pretty tidbit, we may add. But we will leave you with that tidbit, again, of another thing to ponder. Thank you.
thank you so much for having us to speak with you today and asking such wonderful questions. It is our honor and pleasure to be able to reach as many people in this manner that this one will allow for. So this one and I and us, we're here, we're going to this part, we're going to, this one is going to come back as it is, the blend is already dissipating. And this is why the challenge within the language that you may be picking up at this moment. So just allow this one a moment to ground and uh, we bid you farewell for the day. Thank you. Thank you. It comes out, coming out of that state is like staring straight into the sun. So that's a <laughs> fascinating description. It's, yes. It's when they, said, they said that, that they could, um, you were wanting to come back. Did you feel anything as they're saying that? Sometimes I feel the, uh, I don't know if it's my second guessing or sense of time or uh, protection within the physical body. There's a, perhaps a lot of different ways you could look at it. Um, yeah. So sometimes the state is longer than others. Yeah. And do you feel energized afterwards or drained or how does it affect you as a human? Um, so I'm still trying to ground into my physical body, if you will. Um, oh, that didn't even sound like my accent. Just it didn't sound like my, <laughs> <laughs> did it. So I'm still trying to uh, ground into that state. In other words, I'm still trying to get fully reconnected to myself and feel the physical world and uh, all the aspects that it is. Um, so to me, it feels like settling back into, to my own body, if you will. So anybody that, um, even does practices, mediumship, you might feel that need to ground or meditation and you need to feel that need to like, Whoa, reconnect to myself. Yes. Um, so that's what it, it feels like. Um, it's a, it, it is a blissful state. I have to say uh the trance state it's 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 very blissful so um sometimes it's like hmm, why do i want to come back <laughs> that sounds amazing that sounds so, amazing yeah it's a well, little it's gave, a break it's a mental break well they gave some amazing advice and i love how um when we asked a question they uh, about predictions at the end they said they don't like to but they explained an, a marvelous um reason as to why they don't and I, I really love that. So even if they didn't answer the question in the way that they wanted, we got so much information that was great and usable for everyone here, I think, and all our listeners. So thank you. Uh, thank you. Oh, this one I'll have to uh, watch back and see what they spoke about. <laughs> you will because, Amy, they talked about the spirit world and what it is and how people can understand what it is and, and, and connecting with loved ones. And then we got into guides and we got into angels. And so it was so informative and beautiful. So thank you all. You know, I just noticed that they, uh, they speak to the audience. So depending on the audience, um, and this is getting, going back on, you know, the feedback I get, uh, because again, it's not my favorite thing to see myself in that state. Uh, I much rather read a transcript if that so i'm uh to me it's a service um you know and it's 
they get excited about being able to provide that service. So I think that's super sweet, if you ask me. It was wonderful. So thank you. Ah, um, thank you both. Do you have um, any words for our audience or how can they get more information about you if they're interested? You know, my website is pretty straightforward. I mean, my name is on the screen. So there's my website, Um and we we do have some classes coming up and we are in the process of planning the rest of the year of our various offerings for all levels of the audience. Frank, frankly, we work towards uh, for people who are just looking to connect with their own loved ones, uh, people looking to step into the avenue of um, maybe professional mediumship or just wanting to offer it for others. We have on faculty. So this is Whole Medium Academy dot com and uh we will be highlighting um all four of us and i say four of us because we've just brought dr lynn cardula has just joined as faculty so uh which they talk about um dr cardula and i'm still grounding um dr <laughs> cardula and nancy uh Shio, my spouse who we co-founded home medium academy um they work with uh, the critical voice and how to help overcome our doubts um, and build trust within, you know, uh, your own intuition and such. So that's a nice addition to be able to have, frankly, um, helps a lot of people out. So, yeah, um, I'm not sure what else to add about myself. I'm not one that likes to go through my bio. So, <laughs> Well, we will have links to all the um, information and the websites that you mentioned in our description for our viewers to check out if they're interested. And to watch the prior episode with you where they could learn all about your background and how you came to mediumship and the whole medium academy being started with Nancy. So there's lots yeah. to know about Amy on our channel. And we so appreciate <laughs> you sharing all of your gifts with us and our audience. It's my and honor and pleasure. And, um, you know, uh, you guys do really well at this. So uh, it it's an honor for us to see you all taking this journey, which is also one of trust, um, creating your own podcast. It's, it's not something to be done lightly. So um, congrats to both of you as well. Thank you. And for our audience, we want to say the reason we put out so many videos uh, with um, Amy, Nancy, and Sharon is because we have been a part of Whole Mediumship Academy in our own development, and we are so excited to start level two. Jen and I are both starting level two mediumship, and uh, we're excited, and we will keep our audience posted. 